this one time I went to go get like I thought it was a tepula and it was I take a bite and it's the bacala. <laughs> yeah, this story and never I was gets literally like What's up, guys? It is the Growing Up Italian Podcast. I am here with my cousin Rocco. Oh. Now, we have a very special Christmas Eve, Christmas episode. Bon Natal a tutti. Merry Christmas, From everybody. your favorite content creators. Right? Let's go. And we are here to ask some questions that we often get. When you think of Italian-Americans, you think of Christmas Eve, especially Christmas Eve. Yeah, 100%. So, first question that we get, I mean, we probably get this question every year around the holidays. We get this question a hundred times. Is Christmas Eve the real holiday? Yeah, I mean, especially for Italian Americans, I, I think we can all agree. And for those who don't like fish, I'm very sorry for you. But even you guys know that Christmas Eve is a thousand percent the Christmas for Italians. So you say fish, right? Yeah. I just want to I want to talk about this real quick and then we'll. You know, we'll yeah, get on. We got a lot with, to cover. Yeah, we got a lot to cover. The Feast of the Seven Fishes. Is that an Italian-American thing? Because, listen, growing up, I felt like we never counted how many fishes we really yeah, get served. Yeah, no way. But when we post, like, things about seven fishes, people are like, only Americans do this. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm gonna, is it an American thing? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fact check everybody. So, uh, I did my homework on this because, obviously, I was curious. And it predominantly is... An Italian-American thing, but that's because most Italian-Americans come from Naples and Sicily, which is where they did have that Christmas Eve, you know, a bunch of fish. They didn't necessarily call it the seven fishes. Mm -hmm. We kind of made that our own, but they had a lot of fish uh, on the eve of Christmas. So, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of traditions carried over, and that was one of them that just stuck. Because that's a big thing that people always say is like, like, all right, I'm not the biggest fish eater in the world, but growing up, as I got older, I started eating more and more. Yeah. So whenever I tell somebody, like, oh, I don't eat fish, they're like, you're Italian, you don't eat fish? Like, what do you do on Christmas Eve? <laughs> so everybody asks me. I know, you're, you're kind of miserable on Christmas Eve. But listen, we're going to talk about usually, like, in our household, what we eat mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. So growing up, I felt our family was super strict with the fish, right? Yeah. But the exception was... The first course was always a seafood marinara with spaghetti. Yeah. Right? Nonna used to always make a plain sauce, too. Then we have, like, two or three cousins that don't eat. So well, we have, like, one yeah. or two cousins. There's, like, three different types of pastas yeah, that day. Exactly. There's, so there's you got pasta with the, the seafood that you're saying with the octopus, calamari. Yeah, yeah. And scungil. Yeah. With it's a scungil I'm not crazy about. Yeah, you don't like that? No, nah, no. Nah, I definitely put those to the side. And then it's a, like a regular tomato sauce, and then it's like a pasta with butter. Yeah, exactly that. But right? the pasta with butter is for like two people. For one one to two people? Mostly one person. One person. And the baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, the newborn, whoever yeah. is like the youngest oh kid God. in town. So that's usually the first course off the bat. Easily, yep. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about our family in particular. Not, not always calls uh, the eel... Caponata? The, the Capitone. Capitone. Yeah, yeah. I just don't even care what it's called because I stay away. Yeah. I think a big reason why I was so scared of eating fish my whole childhood was because one time 
I went to go get like I thought it was a tepula and it was I take a bite and it's the bacala. Yeah, this story and never I was gets literally like Poo! <laughs> Got <he. laughs> like spit it out. And I was like, eh, like as a kid. From that day on I never had fish again. Yeah. So like listen, eating bacala should be an extreme sport. It is literally the most disgusting yeah, thing in the world. It's not it's Are not you a for me. Fan? Nah, that's not for me. And you're a fish eater. Yeah, I love fish, but I'll not have bacala. So for everyone out there, is bacala good? Is bacala just, like why do we eat bacala? We need why? somebody unbiased over here. <laughs> we both have heavy feelings with bacala. Yeah, because like when you go buy bacala too, right? Like you go to your local pork store or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how the pork stores end up. Bro, it bacala. comes up in like a in a crate, bro, and mad salt all over. Yeah, yeah, it, mad so. salt. So I, bro, I just know. to smell it, I vomit. I feel like it's back in the 1800s, the way that thing is, is I don't taken that. care of, bro. We have it for refrigerating nowadays, but I don't know. It but bacala is actually codfish, though. Yeah, huh? it's, a, it's a codfish. So why does it suck? <laughs> why is it so I bad? Don't I don't know. But in fairness, we also don't have like a filet of bacala. They make it like clumps of it. So imagine not liking something and then having to have a chunk of it, too. So you're in trouble. No, you're it's, in trouble. It's, it's, it's fishy. It's like I feel like... People that eat that, they need to brush their teeth immediately yeah, after yeah. the meal. So look, we just covered in our family yeah, that the we garlic eat. of the sea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it's such a big thing in our house, but so we eat this uh, seafood marinara, bacala, clams, one hundred percent. Right, you definitely clams, see some clams, baked clams, fried calamari too. It's a must. Like, definitely fried calamari with the with the squid. Um, octopus Grilled octopus One of my favorites You don't like octopus right I, I do sometimes Like <laughs> Depends I'm, on your I'm picky Like sometimes it's too chewy But like I yeah, learned it's to, gotta be cooked right It's gotta yeah. be cooked right You know I think you gotta boil it first Nice and, and tender Yep yep And um Like a We usually have like Some kind of filet With like oreganata style like, Yeah yeah With crumbs on it But I don't even know If that's seven Is it No we got frutta di mare fr- Oh we have a seafood salad Yeah, yeah. so many uh, Scallops Your dad usually shrimp, makes The seafood salad Squid uh, so much I'm forgetting here, but seafood salad alone has like four or five scungeal in there, all that good you stuff. He usually does like a shrimp cocktail too. I don't know shrimp if that's cocktail, like a, yeah, that's definitely not an Italian thing. It's not an Italian tradition, but listen, we are in America, right? Yeah, so yeah. We, we get gotta, the best of both worlds, really. But yeah, we eat over seven easily, fishes easily over seven. I know most households because do. we cheat. We put like six fishes in yeah, one yeah. dish. Exactly, like the fruta di mare, like we were saying. But I'm curious to ask everybody that's listening to the pod if. Our family's the only ones that do that, or is that really, like, are we really counting seven fishes? Are we going over? Are we going yeah, under? Yeah, that's actually a great question. I would love to know what, what else people do. I will say one bonus thing, too, now that we got older, like, I feel like growing up, we were super strict with just fish on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and now we do sneak in chicken cutlets somehow, Yeah, which isn't even like a, a holiday food like that, but... It just came out of nowhere. Listen, we, we love to eat, man. Our family really houses. God bless us. We really go We're to town. Large, except you. you, you <laughs> no, you, you I, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the chicken cutlets were a late throw in. You know, after the, what, 15 years? Like, well, I'm right, like a lot chicken cutlets was added like five years ago. It's new. It's <laughs> yeah. new. It gets the crowd going, though. Everybody loves it. But one thing I definitely wanted to mention, um, being on the topic of Christmas Eve, and I know you're going to transition to this, but... Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but the only time that you can learn the prayer of the Malocchio is before midnight on Christmas Eve. Are we allowed to talk about this? 
Yeah, we are. We're good. Uh, we're is good. our family going to kill us? We're good. We're good. I know there's secret rituals to this. Uh, before midnight or on exactly midnight. It can't be anything else besides Oh, you two. mean like... So midnight. it's either 12 o'clock Christmas Day mm-hmm. or 11.59 Christmas Eve that you can learn. So, it. like, we learn the Malukio prayer. Now, people have a bunch of techniques. Yeah. For taking off like a malokyo, I guess you could say. There's definitely a lot of different rituals, and it, and it varies upon. But regions. our family is like a prayer. Yeah, ours. Is, yeah, know? that's yeah, that's what a, our family it's a, does. It's a from prayer. Where so, we're from. So you like Christmas Eve is the day you could actually write it down. I think. Yeah, you have to learn the prayer. You have to and memorize it, and you that's can never the only say it out time. loud. You can't say it out loud. You do it yourself. Other than Christmas Eve. Correct. So like. Right now, I can't say it out loud to you. No, no, definitely not. Especially not on a podcast. Yeah, so it's not a You're going to get podcast. family, family what are, cursed. What are millions of fans? <laughs> Trillions. <laughs> no, Trillions. but I think if I, like, our family take this so serious that if they heard, we, like, slipped up, we would get, like, this song. Yeah, this part I'm going to have to make sure we edit very thoroughly. There's generations of Sassanez over there that are, like, <laughs> Like, like, what are these kids doing? What are these kids doing? Get fired. See, see, bum beat. But, um, yeah, so it's funny because whenever we made memes in the prior years about Christmas Eve and the Malokyo, we have a lot of followers that ask us, can you teach us? Yeah, it's crazy. And we're like, Playing no. Fire. Playing you, fire. You got to, like, ask somebody that you know that knows it. Yeah, yeah, Because let's say if I teach someone how to do it and then they slip up mm-hmm. and say the prayer or something. That in my it. whole family... It's never going to work. It's never going to work. For the end of time. And I'll tell you one thing. I use that call like, my head hurts. Could you do the Maloki on yeah, me? Yeah, it works. A lot. It works, it works. Some people, like, when I tell them, like, oh, yeah, this is that. Like, you never heard of Tylenol? You never heard of Advil? Like, <laughs> for headaches, that's what... I know, that's what everybody say. else would say, you know? Who the hell knows, you know? They always say there's an evil spirit. So, being... You, you you're about to get married. Mm-hmm. Does... Your fiance believe in that too, like in the Maloki, or like how does she like from an outsider that doesn't like didn't spend Christmas Eve yeah, with yeah. us our whole lives? I, I want her to learn it. I mean, Taylor, she she's very curious about it. I don't know if she like believes in it because from the outside looking in, like I'll be like, what the hell does your family believe in? You know, what is it, this witchcraft? It is what is this crazy. witchcraft? And yeah. we we don't even do the crazy things like the Sicilians do. I, I yeah. can't even mention. I'm not, I'm not even gonna do. say it. Yeah, but I know but what you're talking about. There's other regions that do like. Literally, it's sorcery. Well, even even in our in our hometowns, I've seen people do it. Yeah, it gets they crazy. Do the whole setup, you know, it gets like, crazy. You think you're ready for like a paranormal activity or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, it's insane. We're watching exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm even allowed to say that. We covered mostly everything for Christmas Eve. The last part of Christmas Eve is then midnight mass. Yep. I feel like that's a huge tradition. Like. I've been to a bunch. I haven't been to like the last two years, I think, but... I've been slacking. I'm not going to lie. I've been slacking too. But I feel like Christmas Eve Mass is like one of those Masses that's like Easter Mass and Christmas Eve Mass is probably yeah. the most important, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like also a big thing where I remember we would hang around the whole night playing Scopa, mm-hmm. learning the prayer, and then, you know, Midnight Mass to close it out. Yep. Right? That's, that's literally it. In that that's order. Christmas Eve. Now, Christmas Day... To me, is like growing up, it would be that day where you kind of open your presents. That's when Santa Claus came. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, do you open midnight or do you open Christmas Day in the morning? So we usually, my parents, like just after they figured out, all right, if you're a kid, cover your ears. <laughs> when we figured out Santa Claus wasn't like real, that's yeah. when we just opened 
after midnight mass type right, right, shit, right. or like at night, you know? Yeah. But I think when you have kids in the house, like the gift should be open the morning of. Thousand percent. In your pajama, in your best pajamas, you know, like, you gotta I, take out the silk ones. A cookies has a bite mark on it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The milk's a little drink. The the milk is a little smelly from standing <laughs> out for twelve hours. Nice. But yeah, I I miss those I miss those days, you know. Yeah. And now with the kids, they, you do they that enjoy. With your kids? Yeah, yeah, they enjoy. Yeah, you have to, bro. They I, enjoy. I can't, I can't wait to do that. But sometimes even my kids are like question like. It's not like they're already at that age. I'm like, oh my God. What do you mean? How's this going so quick? But for me, Christmas Day is like the lazy day where you're just like in your pajamas, right? Yeah. You open gifts, um, FaceTiming Italy. Yeah. Bonado, Bonado. Right off the rip. Yeah. Right. And then you're watching Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. That's really Christmas to me. Like, yeah. It's definitely a more chill re- day. recuperation period. Then it's, you know, everybody meets up, what, like four or five? A little yeah. later, yeah. Maybe a little later, have dinner, which is, gets insane. I don't know if you want to jump into that. Yeah, well, all right, so for, before we start with what we eat on Christmas Day, um, from the growing up Italian team, if you're going to go to somebody's house that they invite you for Christmas Eve or Christmas dinner, mm-hmm. there's certain things you should do, like bring a gift. Yeah. Now, I don't know why I'm even saying this, like that should be. If someone invites you over for dinner and you're not like bringing any part of the meal, then go bring something. Yeah, you, know? you have to bring something. Either A, you got to go to your local pastry shop. Thousand percent. Or B, like get a bottle of wine. Agree. Now, the the main things you got to think of before going to these places is like, think about the crowd in there, right? So if you're going to your father-in-law's and he says he makes the best homemade wine, don't bring a bottle of wine. Yeah, don't don't play games. Because <laughs> he's going to basically say, my wine's better than this. Yeah. What are you doing with this, Good right? call, good call. So you either got to bring desserts, which you should be telling whoever you're, like, bringing this to, like, okay, I'm bringing desserts. So at least they could give you, like, okay, we, we have this already, so don't get that. Right, right, right. At least, like, you know. Co- coordinate a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to have, you know, eight, diff- eight of the different, of the same cookies. Yeah. You know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? That's definitely happened before. Or bring a bottle of liquor if they like scotch or some bottle, grappa. Yeah, perfect. But um, what would be some cookies that you think would be like typical to bring? Uh, for me, you could go with any you know. I would say dry pastry or dry cookie like uh, pinoli cookie, uh, a rainbow cookie. Uh, the butter cookies with like the, the chocolate. The fake cookies, big. Big cookies, especially big. If you want extra ba- brownie points, you know, Italians Figs love Figs are fake expensive cookies. now, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, you might have to, it might cost you a pretty penny, but uh, a lot of these bakeries make a phenomenal shout out to... Uh, Chico's Villabate. Chico's Villabate. Those They're are the two job. favorites in the neighborhood. Shout out to Fortunatos too, that's family. But yeah, honestly, pastries or uh, an alcoholic beverage, you can't go wrong, really. Yeah. Those are like, you don't want to bring... I just love food. how Italians though, like, the ones that do make the homemade wine, if you bring like a Brunello, which is like a seventy dollar bottle of wine, mm-hmm. they're gonna be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> maybe our family though. You know, yeah. our family's not. Our family's definitely attention. like that because our family even like puts wine and Sprite, wine and ginger ale. Yeah, yeah. So imagine doing like an eighty dollar bottle of wine. Everything's watered down, but it's funny because the uncles that do like the wine, you can tell they're twisted because their cheeks get mad red. Yeah. So, so like Zidamani, like yeah, like yeah, his yeah. second glass, he's he's out like a light, and he's laughing. Yeah, he's the best. We gotta do more content with him. A lot of people been a lot of people been asking about him. <laughs> He'll make a comeback when the time is right. But yeah, when um speaking of Villa Bate and Chiricos, when I went there, 
What I liked was they had like this round pastry, like a uh, plate, and it's like yeah, the assorted tray. Yeah, so that to me is like the perfect yeah, thing to bring. That's a little bit of everything. One, it stay that's good for a couple of days, good mm-hmm. for two three days. Yep. So you get the little butter cookies that are dipped in a chocolate with the sprinkles, mm, really with good. the raspberry in the middle, the pignoli cookies, the s cookies, like. Yep. To me, that's the ideal tray. So good. If not, like, go get cannolis that from the best place or... Sfoyadel. Sfoyadel. Whatever, like, the desserts are that you're in charge of, mm-hmm. like, make sure you do it right. Yes, yes. Go to a good place, you know. Do the right thing. Make everybody proud. Um, Christmas Day, what do we eat? Uh, so we usually start with a crazy antipasto platter. So I mean, Christmas Day antipasto is... That's the start of the show. That's the start of the show. Like, by the time we're out of the antipasto phase, I'm already full. And our family, they don't give you time to relax. It's just like, all right, go, go, go. It's like, it's literally a a sprint. Yeah, yeah. It's not a marathon, it's a sprint. Right, right. The opposite. So, we usually start with that crazy antipasto. It's like mozzarella, sharp provolone, dry sausage, dry supersat, prosciutto, olives, mushrooms. Yeah, uh, it's phenomenal. Pickled eggplant, like our homemade eggplant that we make. Yeah. Usually, Nana makes um, our own like dry sausage that mm-hmm. we always end up eating on Christmas. So good, but uh, yeah, the antipasto is crazy. What I usually like to do is I get like a little piece of bread and put need the bread, make my little sandwich. Just gonna you know? say, yeah, a little that's, super that's why I'm, I'm full half the time because I already loaded up on carbs. Yeah, exactly. And and usually I feel like we do lasagna too. Yeah, I feel like we do it every holiday. Lasagna, yeah, lasagna is like automatic every holiday. I, I'm kind of, I get tired of it. That's why I heavy. think it's overrated. Heavy, heavy. It's just too much lasagna. I can only have it once. I, I'm very selective when I have the lasagna. And then usually the meat we do like. I don't usually make the stuffed pork. Right? Yeah, that makes stuffed pork. I don't it's, know if everybody does. It's that. a wild card, man. The meat's a wild card. I feel like meat. Everybody like you guys can argue me at, with me on this. I, I think everybody would agree that the antipasto. For Christmas, which is, it's not charcuterie board, it's antipasto, yeah. that we go crazy with antipasto, but then the meat's kind of like, everybody does different. Like, I've seen people do like, yeah, there's like a, a there's crazy a, steak. There's a roast beef, there's obviously sirloin, there's skirt steak, there's uh, pork, there's glazed ham. It could be a whole turkey, and people do turkey on Christmas, you know, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, turkey? You, the, you think people the, do turkey? Yeah, the yeah. meat's a wild card for everybody, but... Listen, from what I've experienced. Listen, don't say we're not real Italian because we only need a certain meat. I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Crazy. But I wonder if there is like... Uh, like a, a Italian um, staple? Yeah, for, for Christmas. Meat? I don't know. I don't know. That would be, be a good question. What are some gifts you get for your family on uh, Christmas? Like, Ooh, uh, I feel like my dad every year would get him like a wallet. I mean, like, <laughs> is that like How do you play it safe? You got to give him uh, either a watch, a belt, shoes, uh, a hat. I'm forgetting something. Underwears. Yeah, not Bella Mudan. That's like a stocking stuff. Right? <laughs> New underwears. New you know? underwears. Uh, I, I said a belt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So usually those are the staples. How messed up is it like growing up? I always thought like the right thing to get your mom was like stuff for the kitchen, like pots, pans. Uh, kitchen towels. <laughs> yeah. One time my mom was like, I don't want this. Like get me the good stuff. I know, I know. I feel bad. It's it's like, this t- is good t- for t- the t- family. T- it took me a while to realize that too. But, uh, yeah, spoil your mom. She does so much around the house. You know, buy her a nice bag, designer bag, designer shoes. Treat Usually the way the, the cheat code to that for everybody listening is 
doing it with your siblings. Like, yo, let's yeah, let's, yeah. let's split and get her. You know, that's that's the best of it all. If you can do you know, that, you do if little, you have siblings little, and you can do that, then you that's do. what me and Miguel did. We got my mom's. Oh, I won't say it because who knows if she listens to this. Or not. <laughs> but that's the way to do it, is that you like say, okay, this is what she really wants. Mm-hmm. Let's split it up yeah, and get perfect. her for her. You know, perfect. take care of mom. And what do you get for your siblings? Like, what's the? I feel like so, sweatpants is always like. Yeah, it's usually clothing or whatever interest they have. Like, I, I, I bought my younger brother uh, a new monitor because he likes to game. So I got him that. See, that's and, a thoughtful gift. And I'm from my older brother, I just got him, like, swagged out clothes. I thought you got him, like, Pokemon. Uh, nah, nah. <laughs> VC. I mean, know? he probably wouldn't mind that either, honestly. You know, like, here you go. Here's a little... Uh, by the way, I got you this, and I got you, you know, some uh, how you doing. Uh, yeah, I think for family, like... You can't go wrong with the sweats, socks, boxer, like stuff that they always clothing. Need. Yeah, make sure you get the right size though. Yeah, so Christmas Eve or Christmas? What are you picking? Uh, you pick one. No, Christmas Eve for sure. For yeah, me, Christmas Eve is more eventful. Yeah, I'll go Christmas Eve. Just the whole vibe aesthetic is it's just better. Mm-hmm. Nah, I agree. Christmas Day, everybody's like, not that they're over it, but it's like, all right, I can't wait to go home and and you know, sleep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this year is kind of weird because it's on a Saturday, Christmas. So you kind of got Christmas two days in a row. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But Sunday is definitely another holiday. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it's called, but when it Christmas is on Saturday and then Christmas, the day after Christmas on Sunday, it's a holiday as far as I'm concerned. Yep. So let's get to our favorite part of the show. Overrated, underrated, perfectly rated. Favorite part of the show. Rainbow. Cookies. Oh. See, this one's tough because to Italian Americans, they're perfectly rated. To Italians, they're overrated. But the Italians in Italy, you're saying? Yeah, Italians in Italy. For for myself, though, I'm saying rainbow cookies are perfectly rated. I feel like they are a great gift to bring anywhere. They are a staple in any mm-hmm. Italian American household. Uh, they're delicious. You can get ones with the raspberry jam. You can get ones with cannoli inside, cannoli cream inside. Mm-hmm. Very versatile and Absolutely amazing. Perfectly rated. And rainbow I, I cookies are great like because, not to cut you off, rainbow mm-hmm. cookies are great because they stay a couple of days too. You yep. throw them in the fridge, they're good for two, three days, you know? Very good. So some cookies, you know, once you open them, they get hard. But yeah, I agree. Rainbow cookies, perfectly rated. But now the best rainbow cookies, when you bring those juicy rainbow cookies that get the crowd wild, <laughs> those are underrated. Yeah. Um. So now... The Italian cookies, we make the lemon drops. Yeah. Overrated, lemon. underrated, perfectly rated. The lemon drops, I, I think they're perfectly rated. To me, when I think of Christmas, Christmas Eve, those are one of the staple cookies that I want to have. Uh, very good. I, I like them very lemony. And mm-hmm. I think they're appreciated throughout. I don't think anybody hates on them. Like, why would you not like a I feel like drop? you got to eat those fresh, though. Yeah, that's true. That's Because then sometimes they sit for two, three days. That's very true. It's like eating a biscuit almost. <laughs> you know? But I'm Good talking point. about the ones that lemon ricotta with the with the glaze on top. Glaze on top sprinkles. sprinkles. Yeah, yeah, it's perfectly rated. Perfectly rated. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Assuming this is all fresh, this is perfectly rated. Yeah, we always got to assume it's fresh. <laughs> Don't give me, uh, you know, last week's uh, lemon ricotta I cookies. I nailed it to you. I should be there in two weeks. <laughs> uh, Pignoli cookies. Ah, see, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this one. I think they're overrated. Uh, oh, my God. They're good. Don't get me wrong. They're oh good. Oh, my God. They're about a billion dollars a pound. Uh, those, Pignoli nuts are very expensive. Like I, I don't look in. I don't even know how to explain. 
I like the texture. The consistency is great. It's just, I feel like people make them out to be way better than what they actually are. Like, that, they're good. That they're almond good. base is just delicious, though. Like, I feel like it's, it's, be, it's too strong. So, like, can you tell me you could have more than one in one time? Well, I could have about 14. <laughs> Easy. But especially, like, that's another cookie that, okay, they got to be fresh. But my, when I pick up a pinoli cookie, I'll take, like, two or three off. Like, well, what's the point of that? The, 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 the it's rest. so plain, that the pinoli nut. I mean, they're good, man. I don't know. I think you just like to waste time. <laughs> waste time with snacks. Um, we have one more. Right here. All right. So there's a lot of different variations of this, but fig cookies. Fig cookies. Um, I think those are underrated. Uh, again. Just the Sicilian style, by the way. Yeah. Uh, fig cookies. Um, they just have the perfect flavor combination. I don't know how it meshes well, but any sweet fig tastes delicious to me. The cookie is just a little too hard, and that's why I think it gets a bad rep, but I would say underrated on the, the fig cookies. You? Okay. You know, believe it or not, I like dry figs alone, too. Like yeah? When they're dry. No, they're good. They're good dry. You know, they're a good little snack to have in the house, especially during the holidays. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're healthy or not, but, you know, I feel like, hey, let me eat some dry figs, you know? Little... They, they deserve more love, but the cookie on the outside is just hard. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. If they, if they were but there's also, like, a lot of variations of that, too, because... You got the small ones. You got the long ones with the sprinkles on it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had recently, like, this... It almost looks like a ravioli. Like, it's, like, closed pocket style, and it was, like, chunks of fig in it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, like, I know what you're talking about. Those were so good. Like, I thought those were extremely underrated, because when you say fig cookies, like, you could think of two, three different versions. Yeah, that's... So, that's, that's the only why. problem with this series is that somebody could be interpreting it a different way. That's why I like to put the image. Yeah, yeah. In so front. yeah, you put the so image at to least show which ones you're talking about. You know that there's certain movies that we enjoy mm -hmm. during these holidays. So for Christmas, there are three that come to mind: overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated. Sabino, what do you rate Home Alone? I'm talking the the first one. First, no, because the the, the real series? one's the second one. Okay. Because that's so, when he got right, lost right, right. in New York. Yeah, yeah. The first one, he was he got left back home. So we'll do Home Alone as a series. Home Alone as a series. Perfectly rated only because the third one, and then they have a new one now that I didn't watch. They're the kids like in England or yeah, something. Yeah, so that just came out. Skip those. Okay. One and two, instant classics. Actually, global sensation. Even people in Europe love that one. Like, Italians, they... They speak about Mama Pesadio. Yeah. Like, they, like, love that movie. Yeah. But um, Home Alone's perfectly rated. Number one and two, every Christmas year, you need to watch those two. And um, to me, number two was better because it was in New York. And All right. I, Next up, The Grinch. The Grinch is classic. I'm talking about the one with Jim Carrey. Bro, that, that movie is amazing. That's one of my... That's probably my favorite Christmas movie. Um... That movie's, that movie's perfectly rated. I mean, I, I think everybody knows that's the best. Ever since that movie came out, it's been the biggest Christmas movie. Yeah. Like, so much to the point, even my kids can quote, like, stuff in that. Like, I abuse it how much I watch it during the Christmas yeah. season. No, Grinch is, Grinch is a classic. The cartoon one, I mean, the early one before that one, that cartoon one was good. The last one, I didn't feel it was that good. I feel like it flopped a little. Yeah. Jim Carrey is such a great actor, man. Yeah, he is. He's, All right. He was great in that movie. Last Christmas movie, Elf. 
Elf is underrated. That movie is classic. I love it. Wow, you think? like Santa? <laughs> I know him. I know him. <laughs> Will Ferrell killed that. Um, it's different from a lot of other Christmas movies that we're accustomed to. So I'm gonna give that one underrated. Like that one's a must-watch. Every year in December, before Christmas, after Christmas, the Christmas Day, you gotta watch that. I even like the Scrooge series, by the way. Yeah, like, I I would only I would disagree. I would just say perfectly rated on this one, just because whenever I think Christmas, that's probably the first movie I think of. But yeah, I would go perfectly rated across the board. Those are three Christmas staples. I don't. Yeah, think. compared to the others, I feel like Elf doesn't get the same love. But yeah, it's amazing. No, none of those are overrated. There's no way. Yeah, they wouldn't be. They wouldn't be around by now if they were overrated. Yeah, twenty years later. Great movie. But yeah, I was gonna just one last thing. The Scrooge series, everybody should watch that too. On Disney Plus, there's like a really good one. I think Christmas it's called Christmas Carol. Carol. Yeah. yeah, that one I really like. You know, just shows you to really enjoy the holidays. Yeah, exactly. Don't be a Scrooge. Please From us be. to your family, everybody out there, Merry Christmas. Bon, bon Natal a tutti. Enjoy your day, guys.